Is it piece of chain? Or Tao Te Ching? It's the Arrow Wong podcast series. The number one Apple business and number four entrepreneurship podcast. Speaking from Hong Kong. Stop, Silver Stop is the founder of Able Jobs, the ad tech platform that makes entry level hiring easier for companies in India. It aims to upskill early graduates for entry level private jobs across domains such as sales, customer support, accounting, etc. During the future of employability, Able Jobs is changing how companies hire entry level talents and how students perceive higher education outcomes. Able Jobs partners with the company in their early days when they were placing around 100 candidates monthly. Prior to finding Able Jobs, staff was a product management professional. He used to be co founders for Small Lights and Plato, a college startup and a chat app for one to one career mentoring. And, and associate product manager at Payments and a product manager into Destiny respectively. In this episode, we've talked about staff, his own product management career journey, from breaking in to fans, finding his own startup later, how he got into Y Combinator. Last but not least, of course, we talked about Able Jobs, how he resolved the talent industry problems, and we even talked about his own criteria in hiring product managers at Able Jobs. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy our wide range conversation with staff Swazov. Hey, welcome to the show, Start. Yeah, thanks for having me, Eru. So, can we kick off this session with your college time? I think it will perfectly set the scene for this episode because you acquire you acquire a bachelor of technology, computer science at HBTI. Meanwhile, you were a research intern and also a startup co-founder of Swarlight. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us right. what exactly have you been doing at that period of time? Sure, why not? So back in college days, I used to fancy myself as a builder. So in the first two years, I remember making a lot of robots. So uh, participated in a lot of competitions and build all types of robots, essentially to, uh, you know, uh, fancy myself that I'm a builder and was really excited in AI specifically. Uh, after that, I tried to get into research, which was related to computer science and uh, basically trying to develop algorithms that can help machine machines work in an efficient way. Uh, but uh, almost accidentally, uh, you know, got into uh, the world of world of startups. Uh, I didn't really, uh, you know, think very uh, in a step by step manner that I would get into a startup, but. Uh, we came across an idea of college social network back in third year, we went on to win Microsoft Imagine Cup uh, in India, and then, you know, thought of pursuing it full time. So that's where exactly when I fell in love with, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and PMing, basically product management, and then uh, then pivoted my startup, uh, Swirlite, which was a college social network, into, a, into another startup, which was Plateau, a chat application for one-on-one mentorship programs. So yeah, mm. that's that's what was what I was doing back in my college days. Got it. So basically, when you were at college, you already found um, your calling. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's move on to product management. How did you break into the uh, product management discipline and work mm-hmm. at payments? Can you walk us through the right. job hunting, job application, and the job mm-hmm. interview process? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting journey. Um, I used to be a, a big uh, computer science buff and used to think uh, and fancy myself as a builder, as somebody who writes code. 
But when I started my first startup, uh, all the other three co-founders were coders. And something in me just, uh, you know, rang a bell that, hey, I there are three more people who can write amazing code. I should do something different. And so mm. that can add, uh, you know, some, something more to, to the startup. So I started customer development. I started doing user research, building business models and validating them. And you just volunteer to do it. You just volunteer to do it, or yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. That that was the case. That I was. I wanted to bring a different kind of value onto the table, and mm. uh, you know, by doing these this stuff, uh, essentially, I I discovered product management for the first. I remember for the first ten months, I didn't even know I was doing product management, and mm. I, I remember talking to my mentor and say that. Do I even have any occupational significance, like whatever I do? And then I was introduced to, okay, what you do is actually product management. You're building products, helping uh, users succeed. So, so that is how I got introduced to the world of product management. Now, uh, once uh, my first startup closed, uh, of course, that's where I, you know, one thing that I was extremely sure of, of was that I want to get into product management because that I was, that is something that I've been doing for so long. So um, I started strategizing on how to get into, uh, you know, great jobs. And, uh, and I think one important piece of learning that I've had from my startups was networks are valuable, right? If mm. you, I mean, one thing that startups give you is a lot of good people who are building great things, right? So I started uh, my job hunt process by essentially helping other startups. So I was essentially free. I was I was not working on my startup. So I said that hey, I can help other startups build get a great product and help them in their sales. And that is how I came across uh, founders of Playment. Uh, you know where where I helped them. You know crack few a couple of deals and then help them with the product and. Then it, it just became obvious that hey, I, I awesome. I you know I'll start started loving working with you guys. Why can't you know we can we can get into a formal engagement and I I, I choose product management. And since the, those days, I have been advising a lot of aspiring product managers to not wait for some permission from the market that mm. hey now you are a product manager. Just go out, you know, use products that you absolutely love. And reach out to the founders and you know basically help them build a great product. If hmm. it's it's good in two ways, right? Number one, you are opening up a lot of possibilities which are not typically listed in a job portal, right? And the hmm. second is you are in the process building products. You are in the process of you know uh, doing product management even without being a product manager. Hmm. So I think that is how exactly I uh, ran into uh, Playment. And one uh, secret is also if you go yeah. through this way, your interviews are shorter, right? Because the people in the startups already know they have worked with you, they have the context. So mm. the interviews are typically shorter as compared to if you go through a normal route of finding a job and applying through that. I mean, no buff against them, but against that method, you should, of course, start you know keep applying to various opportunities. But don't stop yourself that only when I'm, I'll get a tag of a product manager is when I'll start product management. You can do it whenever you want. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the um, maybe job interview or secret that uh, how to lock the door? Uh, even though I'm not afraid, uh, just remember I'm an aspiring product manager. I don't have the experience right. before. Uh, how to lock the door? What should I tell? I, I don't have prior experiences. Uh, how to I yeah, teach yeah. the employer? And then just what, right. what should I show them? 
uh, about myself right. and then uh, mm -hmm. yeah, those kind of things can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, we can take the analogy of product in itself, right? In this case, you are the product and the startup founders mm. or you know, various others are users. So now basically what you have to figure out is what value you can provide to them that they don't already have. One mm. simple thing that uh, you know, most of us can do is go use these products, right? Uh, basically tear down, go and talk to their users, figure out a few insights that the founders don't, may not be knowing, compile a you know, pre-job pre project and just shoot, shoot that to, a, uh, to the founder. There are very few people they, who apply to us still you know, do, do this hard work. Right? They said, mm. okay, I don't know if I'll get selected or not, but hey, this is what I found about your product. This is what I found about your market. And uh, as a founder, it's so overwhelming and so uh, awesome to basically you know, get to those uh, insights that being inside the box, I can't, can't see, right? Mm. So I think uh, the best way to approach again is to not seek for permission, go use their product, talk to the users, create something that you find uh, that you think can be valuable for them and just present it to them. I'm pretty sure almost all startup founders or uh, people working in early startups would be absolutely thrilled to, or to actually at least talk to you once and discuss the potential uh, problem and solution you're working on. So for example, if I want to work for you uh, at Able mm -hmm. Job now, this is your current work as a CPO right. and co-founder, and I want to pitch to right. you, uh, before that, I should use Able Job support, uh, and then maybe I spot there's some feature that uh, I can build on it uh, because I got some feedback from the community. And then, hey, yes. uh, this is my funding, so this is what you want. Right. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yes. Definitely. That's the best way. Beautiful. So let's uh, we'll go back to Able Job later, uh, and then uh, so yeah. Uh, so how and why? did you move to Udacity, level up as a product manager? Can you talk about that? Right, yeah, sure. So uh, basically, uh, in order to understand that, let me quickly uh, brief you about what my work was at Playment. I've, yeah. I used to take care of crowdsourcing. So basically Playment is a AI training data crowdsourcing platform. And my job was essentially building product and growth for crowdsourcing uh, these, these, these data mm -hmm. annotation tasks. And in that process, I fell in love with the problem of employment, right? Back in even in my first startup plateau and in Playment, in some way, I was connected to this problem of helping people uh, improve their socioeconomic status. That could be mm. by getting a job and that could be by earning money on internet. And uh, so I essentially started after, you know, uh, um, you know, my work at Playment, I started thinking about uh, what does this uh, actually look forward to, like which co companies are actually actively working on solving the problem of uh, employment, uh, of unemployment. And uh, that's where, uh, you know, I, I've actually got few offers towards the end of my stint at Playment, but with that was not related to, uh, you know, solving for uh, unemployment. While Udacity was, uh, you know, very direct product trying to upskill people who, uh, you know, are not getting AI jobs and then essentially going for all, all different kinds of tech jobs. So, so that's exactly where I found that, okay, Udacity seems like a good fit. And my current mm. co-founder, Ravish, used to work there for uh, in product marketing. And he said, hey, I can put in a word for you. I can refer you. So again, uh, I think two things important. One is, again, network, you know, yeah. build, good, uh, build a good network, have good friends who work in the startups. And second is 
have your own point of view what kind of problem do you want to solve for the world because that makes your application very unique right uh, be, mm. I, i think uh, i got into udacity because i already had experience of building training products i was dealing with people to how to earn money i was i was you know fundamentally aligned on a philosophical level and i had had so much to you know share in terms of my opinion in terms of my work that it became easy for me to get into utility got it beautiful very beautiful uh so you just say something i want to emphasize for the audiences if you want to apply for a product management job you always have some some sort of experience in your past that lead up to where you are at today but you have to shape the your own point of view uh with your own research for the company that you want to work at so that you can break into it because you you have to prove that you are providing value to the company you maybe you you got some new so yeah beautiful yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, before we move on to able job what you're doing now i want to ask you what is why combinator first because yeah i just want yeah can you tell us what is why combinator sure sure so why combinator is perhaps today world's most influential startup accelerator for mm. seed stage funding uh, the combined valuation of the portfolio companies has just crossed 300 billion dollars and they have names like airbnb and dropbox in their portfolio so essentially it's a it's a very unique way of spotting uh, you know great startups and funding them for a small amount of you know the small amount of money and helping them with very accurate precise advice of building startups from scratch and helping them grow after that so that's what basically uh, y combinator does and we were fortunate to get into it Got it. So my last question is, why did you bootstrap Able Job? Uh, the reason why I asked you what what Y Combinator is, uh, is I believe they have relationship. Right, right, definitely. Mm. So, uh, just to give you a quick background, uh, as mm. uh, you know, I was interested in this problem of unemployment. My friend uh, Ravish also, you know, was deep into solving for edtech. and 3 years back one thing that we noticed was edtech was largely for coding jobs right uh, mm. we it, it basically helped people get into cs computer science related streams but what about the uh, the rest of them right and we 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 wanted to change that and we wanted to uh, basically understand pro- that problem by ourselves so that's why we took a call that we are going to bootstrap our startup for few months to essentially understand the user pain points and the market problem by ourselves so uh, that is the core that was the core reason because of which we you know bootstrapped for the first 6 to 8 months we worked very closely with companies who were hiring for entry level talent and students or job seekers who were looking for these jobs now what happened as a result of this was we were able to develop a very unique training playbook and a pedagogy that was effective enough to get people jobs quickly right we got to understand that when our selection rates were almost 10 times better than the market uh, for, for our students who were go, you know undergoing our programs and moving moving to their respective companies so i think a uh, bootstrapping a startup right early on helps you stay focused to your core users and their problems uh basically feel the problem the way uh, they are feeling uh you know one interesting you know cliche that uh, does uh, come in in the startup world is that build for your yourself solve your own problem but then 
at some point of time it will stop being your own problem and it will start being a problem of somebody that you can't relate to directly right mm. and i think bootstrapping in the early days working with your users as if uh, you know you're their you're their partners in some sense that helps you develop that extreme empathy that is required for great products so i think that was the core reason because of which we decided to bootstrap able jobs and uh, uh, before before basically getting into y combinator so what product does able job uh, provide and what is the corresponding problem you are resolving exactly sure, <laughs> yeah so uh, the basic problem that able jobs want to solve is landing a job is hard right uh, especially when your college hasn't really prepared you for it right uh, <laughs> yeah. you know non technical degrees in you know in india do not really prepare folks for the real jobs out in the private market uh, so you know uh, are for example currently even with the, because of the pandemic this problem has even become worse the urban un- unemployment is at all time high we, uh, in india of around uh, more than 20% so uh, essentially you know even uh, you know basically the typical journey of a early graduate looks like uh, you know involves months of hit and trial in various job job roles uh, shifting cities from rural to urban india and uh, essentially getting a lot of rejections that could be solved for right so we want to solve for that user journey uh, and basically by upskilling candidates rapidly on job skills that are actually required in the market and helping them land great jobs so talking about the product piece of it this was this is the problem we're solving now the problem uh, the product is uh, an upskilling platform right mm. uh, the app provides a step by step method of landing a great job in entry level roles uh, we have different kind of courses for different user personas uh, we have free courses for uh, for people who want to have self paced interview preparation for roles like in sales customer support and marketing uh, then we have guaranteed interview guaranteed courses where we uh, guarantee a response uh, basically an interview if you complete a course uh, which is based on uh, some ai assessments that we have developed in house and then we have a full fledged offering of a guaranteed job course where we ensure best skills in the market and a great job as an outcome after 3 3 to 4 weeks of rigorous scaling so this is the whole product suit, uh, uh, product suit and essentially all courses that we develop are free of course free of cost anybody can get started with it so that it uh, doesn't really create any friction of testing it out and you know uh, feeling feeling that they can actually get a great job out of the out of table jobs god mm. so if i were a college grad just graduated from college i say like i study in english literature uh and then i wanna i don't know what i want to do with my life but i need to have a job so i mm-hmm. uh, i wanna here and there and then mm-hmm. i come to able job and then i choose right. i choose a path maybe uh in one function rt like maybe customer service business development Uh, right. based on functionality uh not right. based on industry right yeah so uh, mm. basically you choose job roles for yourself we also have a couple of courses that help you decide which job is best for you right uh, so uh, mm. 
and then you can go ahead choose a job role and get start preparing for for that role right on the app Got it. So basically, on the uh, employee layer, uh, mm -hmm. the target audience either you uh, make up your mind what do you want to do with your life, or you don't. Uh, I can also mm -hmm. come to able job to find a path that fits mm -hmm. myself. That's the employee right. layer. On the other end, right. the employer layer, I know that able job uh, is going to uh, upskill a large number of. Uh, uh, workforce that are ready mm -hmm. to be, they are already employable because uh, right. they know able to that beautiful. So yeah. um, I want to uh, ask this question, what market able job is in? How to define it? Because it, it sounds like it, mm -hmm. you are in the hiring agency, but is it really like that? No, so yeah. So very simply speaking, we are in the market of helping people get jobs. Uh, mm -hmm. Technically speaking, we have around 9 million of yearly non-technical graduates coming into the market and we are scaling and helping them get jobs. Uh, we, you know, with the current pricing, we estimate the market size to be around $3.25 billion. But uh, as we expand, the report suggests that the overall market size of skilling and placing uh, young uh, graduates in early in early roles like sales customer support is around $13 billion in just India itself. Got it. Uh, may I know a little bit about the business model of Able Job? How, what are the revenue uh, coming from in, in what way? Sure, why not? So uh, we have two business models primarily. Mm. One faces, one is job seeker friendly. So essentially mm. it's a guaranteed job program where people enroll and they get a very precise important skills for a particular role they're aspiring to get into for mm -hmm. example if you want to be a business development executive there is a almost three week long course which uh, which is like a cohort based course you get started with it there are live classes one-on-one -on -one feedback sessions and a practice ground on the app you complete that journey and you are well suited to get into the leading startups in the country so we start aligning mm -hmm. interviews and only when you get a job is where you have to pay us back right so that's the that's our students facing business model on the other end we have a we're an offering for companies as well where we provide them extremely trained and vetted talent for these roles and uh, charge uh, you know one month salary on the basis of uh, on the basis of various roles that we provide for so these are the two basic large level business models where uh, we where we see potential revenue streams coming from so basically the business model bridge the gap that you're providing uh, the education to the uh, students uh, not students yeah. maybe early graduates essentially yeah or they already graduate and after they have the education you also bridge mm -hmm. them to the leading them to the startup or some employers so that uh, yeah the business model facilitate this process right definitely yes so uh, may I ask, so now you are the CPO at Able Job. I just asked you, hey, if I want to pitch you, I want to work for you to start. In term, I want to know more about um, Able Job and your thinking process because I want to pitch you just emerging and a college grad. In terms of res responsibilities, what's the difference between an associate product manager and a product manager in the context of Able Job? 
uh, and what are the corresponding skill set needed for each job. Right, right. So we're a small team, right? We're growing really fast. So from an ownership perspective, there's no difference between an APM and a PM, right? We're all building the same, the same thing. We're all moving towards the same impact. But from an expectations perspective, uh, there are a few, few things for APMs and few things for PMs. So essentially for APMs, they are required to conduct very quick product experiments and arrive at reliable conclusions, right? So we're looking for folks who are very curious, right? Who want to learn very quickly and are extremely you know, uh, ambitious about building great stuff, right? So uh, an ABM would be uh, required to conduct a lot of parallel product experiments, be AV experiments, talking to users, arriving at, essentially arriving at reliable product conclusions very quickly. Mm. When we talk about product managers, uh, on the top of this, they're also required to become business experts very quickly, right? So one thing that I absolutely love about, you know, great PMs is that they they are almost indistinguishable from a business expert, right? Hmm. They understand various business verticals that are in, the, in, in, a, in an organization, and then they align their product strategy and roadmaps to basically accelerate the business, right? So oh. the two different... So the difference between you know APM and PM is APM will work very closely with the users, with the various external stakeholders to build a great product and uh, ship it very quickly. While yep. PMs, you know, obviously assisting APMs will also have a larger view of the business, building that strategy for three months, six months, and aligning it every week, every month to basically help uh, business accelerate and uh, achieve the goals. So these are the two uh, you know uh, expectations from one from apm one from ap uh, from pm from a skill set perspective i believe uh, since apm is an entry level role in product management one thing that is extremely required is you know being very curious and quick mm. on the feet right uh, the curiosity should should actually lead you to uncover insights and uh, knowledge that you didn't have before so every day needs to uh, needs to be that uh, exhilarating experience of knowing new things that you never knew before and essentially uh, you know converting it into real product real features and when it comes to uh, you know pms i believe they need to be great teachers uh, because uh, you know they need to learn quickly and then they need to teach others how to think in a product way right and help mm -hmm. these verticals grow with their with their product product thinkings so yeah uh, these are the few things that i'm looking forward to uh, the curiosity being extremely proactive and uh, uh, for APM working with uh, the user directly and uh, in terms of PM's jobs uh, to work uh, more on the product strategy to align the port, uh, product strategy to the company, company goals. Um, how, yes. I'm, I'm wondering how do you spin out these trades, uh, say like, um, just imagine air will come to you and I knock on the door. Hey, start, I want to work for you. I'm extremely curious. I'm already presenting uh, a, just maybe a PowerPoint deck. These are the research mm -hmm. that I found regarding mm -hmm. a job. And uh, maybe this is something I can do about it. And then from that mm -hmm. point forward, how to screen these AWOS candidates? Hey, right. I don't know if you're right, a right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So. As, as you rightly pointed out, right, the start is very important. If you are starting with something uh, which, so basically 
PM interviews for me is more about what the other question, uh, the questions are coming from the other end. Like it's not a viva, yeah. it's a conversation, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. are, are the applicants asking questions, great questions, and uh, that allows us them allows the, uh, them to basically uncover new insights from me, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that I look for. Are they asking great questions? right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so i think yeah that is that is number one screening uh, criteria definitely are you asking questions are you jumping on a solution very quickly or are you asking good questions to mm-hmm. systematically arrive to to a potential solution so i think that is something that i would definitely look for in any early mm-hmm. uh, you know applicant for product management role got it beautiful so uh hello this little guy i want to pitch for a pm job just <laughs> make up some imagination and then uh, after I become a PM or APM, a able job, and then uh, I want to become a CPO and co-founder and start someday, maybe even start my own company. Can uh, uh, Just give me a dream. Can you walk us through a typical workday of yours to provide a snippet to the audiences? What type, what kind of responsibilities is CPO and titles? Uh, can you share with us a typical day in the first year and also a typical day in the second year because you already being in a job sure. for yeah right definitely definitely so uh, i think when it comes to uh, titles they are they're good for you know people outside but internally uh, like mm-hmm. the the cpo doesn't mean anything right so uh, <laughs> so these titles just don't mean anything in small startups mm-hmm. but uh, talking about the work what is how how it has changed and you know what do i do currently so currently my day starts with few sync ups with business business teams so that mm-hmm. you know basically i'm seeing that whether my product is getting a, a strategy is aligned with what they're trying to do or not uh, i tend to keep the afternoons to myself where i'm talking to users i'm still connected to the on ground reality and uh, you know i'm i'm doing the product work and i'm hiring folks and towards mm-hmm. the end of the day i am i devote most of my time with one on ones with the current team members right because i think that oh. is where we build that very important relationship that bond which is required to build great products right uh, mm. foster that collaboration mm. that that uh, does does wonder so so that is how my current day looks like uh, i think the only difference from the mm. first year to the second year is more anxiety but keeping <laughs> 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 that aside i think uh, a big difference is how quickly uh, you have to become a manager and a leader in a quick startup mm. if you're if you're finding mm. something uh, founding something of your own right uh, growing a startup uh, uh, yourself to actually helping teams grow that startup right so that's the quick learning curve where you were doing your things yourself in the first year everything was under your control you're talking to the client you're talking to the users you're building your own thing but as you you know transcend and you know move above you actually help you have to become that uh, you know essentially that leader that helps people do what you essentially intend the startups to do so but i think that is the core difference by doing things by your hand to helping people do that do those things uh, on top of it i think few things don't change and i don't believe i believe that they should not change for anybody who is an is a, is a startup founder and there are two things one talking to users and second mm. being on top of metrics these two things have uh, you cannot change at any stage of your uh, you know of, of the ladder i believe that talking to users is is all help, helps you always stay in touch with how your startup is scaling 
is there a set of users that have come and you are still operating from the early user mindset and you know being on top of metrics really help you get a pulse of whether your 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 strategy your products are actually making an impact in the right right direction so yeah i think these have been the changes essentially in the first and second year and perhaps things that have remained constant over the period of time thank you very much especially on the point that you bring back uh to the product focus the two principles that you have to become a professional product people because all of the entitlement yeah. they are just entitlement but uh, the yeah. the actual product work yeah thank you so much about it so okay uh last this is going to be the last question uh how do you define product management as a discipline do you feel it the same way you did or feel it differently today yeah yeah definitely i think it's a great question always so because how uh, product management is different in different industries i believe uh, you know my my latest understanding is something that i'm pretty uh, pretty sure that it's a robust one is that product management is is a very special discipline because it follows a platform approach right uh, allow me a few uh, uh, you know some minutes to really explain what it means so uh, early on in my career i have read this uh, amazingly tactical book by sangeet paul which who, you know goes on to explain how platforms the platform business models are different from the conventional business models right so the mm. author's name is sangeet paul you know people should go out and check that book and it's very tactical in in terms of how you should go about uh, you know building a platform as compared to a product right so the author essentially shows that two ways of generating value one is that traditional approach where you set up a factory you set up a, a you know facility you create value and deliver it in a pipe fashion you're building something and then there's a conveyor belt and a distribution and supply chain which helps you deliver the value to the end user now in the age of internet essentially there's a new set of uh, business models which are platforms where platforms don't create value they help the value creators and consumers match very easily right talk about uber uber is not a taxi agency they are a platform a marketplace mm. where you know drivers and riders can meet now uh, taking that analogy to product management it's very simple as a product manager the, you can't code right you you can't design you can't build stuff yourself you have people in in your team who are there who are experts in you know developing software designing for software finding out research, doing research and finding data but your responsibility is like a platform where mm. you help these these pieces to connect in the most efficient manner and create that value right so just like a new uber a product manager needs to be a great orchestrator of value and a champion of the vision right so so essentially i think that is a fundamental uh, that that definition changes a lot on of in you know in how people think about jobs even moving forward i mean i think there are going to be a bunch of such hybrid roles uh, that will come in in the modern workforce which will require people to be these platforms for certain kind of uh, you know 
uh, elements in the workforce to meet and interact in the best way. I mean, yeah. another example is a customer success role, right? That has been picking up in the last few few years. And it's essentially a platform role where the cha- they champion the vision of customer success and do whatever it takes to make make sure that happens. Talking to the product people, talking to the marketing people, talking to sales, talking to customer support, making sure whatever it takes to uh, arrive to customer success, right? So I believe uh, that's how I define product management now. That uh, and it shifts fundamentally shifts how you think. You it it sh- shifts. I mean the the uh, responsibilities are not about creating yourself, right? And largely about empowering others to connect and meet and you know collaborate together. And if you very deliberately start thinking in that direction, you start uh, realizing that you have a different set of responsibilities rather than you know you doing it yourself right so mm-hmm. it's not your job to go and change things in figma it's your yeah. job to enable the designer in, to think in a way that they are able to make this, those changes whenever required right so that was just an example but that is how i largely define product management now and you know talking about the difference that i've seen in myself in mm-hmm. in terms of perceiving how product management is Uh, it, everybody's journey starts with you know uh, the fa- the excitement towards solutions the features and the the ui and the user experience that you go through and the gush you uh, you know rush of adrenaline that goes through that hey you know you're wielding something into existence that never never existed before mm-hmm. and uh, you know from that uh, solution excitement to you know shifting towards problem excitement you know mm-hmm. that maturity in product manager is that now i'm excited way more on the problem right the mm. the eyes light up not when i just see a ui the eyes light up when i am able to discover and concretely uh, position the this is the problem and I'm, i'm i'm going after and this mm. is what my user's pain point is right and then when it comes to the leadership piece when you transition into more uh, you know like vp roles the chief product uh, roles then it becomes about you know a uh, vision actualization right you have this mm. grand vision for the world that mm. uh, you know for example enable jobs we are we are there building the world's largest alternate university for for entry level roles right and once you see uh, somebody who's just out of school getting a job without a degree is where you see okay now, now my vision is getting actualized so this is the these are various steps i think uh, everybody starts somewhere but uh, it ends up towards uh, you know actualizing the vision on a day to day basis and seeing whether you are actually going in the right direction that is beautiful i like this this things and that you share uh, a lot because you just emphasize something mm. first of all for the audience if they want to become a product manager they have to un- unlearn some outdated mindset like the industrial 20th century mindset i just focus on output no it is a platform business to allow days you have to connect everything especially you are a product manager and then you have to fall in love with the problem not building for the building sake for your own happiness right. <laughs> if it, it, it yeah. is not useful for the end user that's yeah trash we have to put it out um, yeah, for, throw it away yes yeah. yeah. right, right. <laughs> very beautiful and uh Thank you very much, Dad. And uh, it is a very enjoyable conversation with you. Yeah, uh, regarding product management, I, I believe that it is very helpful for the audience if they want to pitch you and to work with you because they know everything 
<laughs> at the back of your yeah. head now of what you want yeah. for a product manager, yes. the actualization for right. you know, with Palmer. <laughs> right. So thank yeah. So, so yeah. So thank you so much uh, for supporting our show. Uh, so for the audiences, uh, until next time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone.